0: Hello and welcome to Good Fields Mind Body and Soul. I'm Gemma Sparks and I'm a personal trainer based in Glasgow at Pure Gym on Bath Street. And this is my friend Carrie. Hello, uh,
1: I am Kerry. I own Peaches Wax Bar, and I am a business coach. It started out as uh, I started out as being a business coach for salon owners. Uh, just because of the success of my own brand. Um, And then that progressed into becoming a mind management coach. Once I got my NLP practitioner qualification and found my love for
0: neuroscience. (laughs) Yeah, so we're both coaches, um, quite different. Obviously I'm a bit more involved in the fitness, diet, training aspect and Carrie's very much more about mind, mindfulness, mindset, but obviously our clients can be one and the same. They probably are. And and we want the same overall outcome for all of our clients and, I guess, listeners of this podcast, which is Good Feels, Mind, Body and Soul, which is kind of what inspired us to name it that. And yeah, so... Yeah, that's the
1: outcome. That's, that's the desired outcome of the podcast is just to basically help people find for me my coaching purpose is to give people the power back to control a lot of what happens in their head because half of it's bullshit to be honest and it's about kind of calling that out Um, so yeah we're hoping that this podcast will help the listeners in some way and maybe because the topics that we're going to cover are so diverse and um, not everyone will
0: resonate with everyone, but we're hoping that it does for some. Yeah, us. definitely. We've got a lot of shared experiences. We actually met, uh, we were both competing for an, in a natural bodybuilding competition uh, last year and we'd met twice or something and then all of a sudden I was in a, someone's living room, <laughs> yeah, being spray tan, completely naked with Kerry So I was kind of like, well, we seen each other naked now, so we're we're pals for life. Pals for life, <laughs> can't go back from that. <laughs> so, and it kind of progressed into, well, we stayed in touch, and nowadays we send each other, uh, probably about ten voice notes a day. Yeah, and that these voice notes are what inspired us to kind of bring this onto a public platform, because we realize that we subconsciously talk about all sorts of issues that affect our clients affect ourselves we coach each other through a lot of things um we spend a lot of time myth busting or kind of bullshit busting about uh, a lot of things in the fitness beauty health industry and in life and so yeah like i said we've subconsciously covered hundreds of topics ranging from like my side with training and everything to disordered eating anxiety expectations social media dieting business neuroscience especially on carries part and mind management mindfulness so yeah we kind of yeah. thought yeah why not share our shared experiences it's actually
1: a, a kinda, it was a, a comment that you had made and there was one very insightful day we were having. <laughs> and you, we'll call it that. Um, and you were like, "Yeah, we should take this to a podcast."
0: Yeah, the fuck, we absolutely <laughs> should. So we send each other like fifteen minute long voice notes. Some yeah. of it's rambling. Some of it's like, oh, "I'm about to get hit by a bus." Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me? But uh, yeah, some of it is quite insightful. Um, yeah. Where our purpose here is basically to kind of give our own opinion on all these topics, expand on issues that maybe linger at the back of your head. Yep. linger. well, we obviously we're exposed to a lot of people's minds in our jobs, really. I'm hoping that my clients listen to this and, well, they inspire me every day with different topics, but yeah, hopefully expand on issues that affect them, affect women in general, not just women, but uh, obviously we both have a lot of experience dealing with being a woman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just kind of think that some of these topics need a little bit more transparency so we'll kind of talk through them in order to help you find your own opinion maybe if you feel like your head's a bit fuzzy when it comes to things like social media obviously like, everyone has their own issues uh, but yeah hopefully we can help you clear the fog and give the power back as Kerry said is her overall goal
1: yeah I think yeah um social media is a big one and that's probably going to be one of our um topics that we cover uh, but <laughs> social media is probably the source of all our misery all our money because let's face it a lot of us make money from it um but also this false fucking life that everybody is posting and that you know I think it's what we're trying to say here. I suppose we're just trying to be as transparent as possible uh, with the help that we give people, um, and we're not here to call out anybody's bullshit or rant.
0: We're going to try we're with not to rant. <laughs> um, <laughs> Some of the voice notes can be a bit ranty, but yes, um, yeah. that's,
1: that that the left for the voice notes. I think. Yeah. But we're going, to try and, um, we're, we're going to try and deliver our opinion um, as supportive as possible, um, you know, in, in, in the hope that we can help somebody out there just switch something in their mind and, and become a bit happier. Because we seem to be living in this ball of anxiety um, where everybody is just stressed uh,
0: so, yeah, yeah, uh, obviously, our kind of internal why is that coaching is our lives, basically. Yep. That's in, our purpose. That's our purpose. Yeah. We want to see our clients and people, other women in general, thriving. We want them to yep. kind of get something from it in terms of thriving in terms of health, obviously, and in terms of business, because we are going to talk about that both being business owners. Um, but yeah, it's also not just going to be us. So yeah, through, hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> we'll see if we've actually got any pals, but um, <laughs> our experiences obviously have led us to meet a lot of incredibly inspiring and insightful people. I work every day with insightful people and I'm hoping, or we're hoping that this is going to be a bit of a platform to bring all these people who have added value to our lives together and um, experts in their fields, of bring them all together and help share their wisdom yeah because yeah like we're this is going to be basically an opinion platform we are we aren't experts in everything obviously we are in some respects but it'll be good to pull in some some other minds basically to yeah, yeah to add. not to experts
1: add. in everything but experts in some things yeah <laughs> um but that's also a matter of opinion and yeah some things will really resonate with you guys and others won't so here's hoping that most of it does yeah um yeah but we're gonna,
0: yeah we're gonna try and do this once a week or maybe once a fortnight
1: we'll try for once a week we'll try for once a week <laughs> um <laughs> we're busy yeah we're, yeah <laughs> we'll um, also add that in as well as a as a topic and how to um like a time management. Yeah, thing. Like yeah, I'm always, I'm always getting asked, "How do you do it?" That's that's the question right. for me. How do you do it? How do you do everything that you do? So well, maybe that's we, a what good you say?
0: We were highly, high performing. High performance. Yeah, yeah. High performing neurotics. Yeah. That's yeah. So how to
1: become a high high performing neurotic <laughs> could
0: be could be a topic. For caffeine is actually caffeine. a large factor in that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So kind of watch this space follow us both yes. on instagram so i'm at spark fit pt and Karen, i am uh, at kerry what well, I've, I've changed my name no, no. Kerry <laughs> eclectic witch. It, i kerry, think it's kerry,
1: kerry eclectic witch so you'll find me somewhere
0: yeah we'll be um kind of seeking ideas on there um putting polls up and that and if you yes. have any ideas for topics just send us a dm and yeah, we'll get talking about it because it's. we're actually really looking forward to this. We've been talking about this for a few weeks now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we're sat on the floor in my little studio just now um, with basic equipment, but I'm thinking that this might sound pretty professional as fuck hopefully
0: Hopefully. (laughs) and And I'm looking
1: at the time here and we says that we're going to stick to 10 minutes and we absolutely have yeah wow well done that's a good start
0: so anyway our first topic we've already decided is going to be the benefits of meditation which is what Kerry knows a lot about and I'm trying to get into it but yeah so um watch this space and yeah we're going to put these on the the normal platforms yes you will Spotify yep. and hopefully iTunes so yeah but if you're seat. here
1: then you'll be here for the next one so
0: yeah that's true yeah we'll be promoting this on our social media too. fuck so yeah look out Yay. for it and um yeah thanks for listening that's our wee intro to good feels mind body and soul thank you and we did it hello hello and welcome back to good feels mind body and Soul. Coronavirus edition! Woo! Well, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I know. Remote editions. the first time we've ever done this over, well, distance basically, over technology that I cannot use. But we'll see if this works. If it doesn't, then it Can might be tell
1: time. everybody though, before we go any further, what your background was?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I had my background point. on when Kerry came on, but then I couldn't figure out how to get it off because I'm 84. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, Zoom, like, by the way, who had ever heard of Zoom before all of this? And now it's like 90% of all communication.
1: To be fair, like, I've used it a few times, but um, I have never... So heavily relied on it until now.
0: The <laughs> Apparently, they've had to like reduce their bandwidth and or whatever it is bandwidth. That's totally a word I just made up. They've had to no, it's
1: definitely a word. I just don't know if it's <laughs> how you
0: make <laughs> right context. Yeah, mm, probably not. But they've had to like reduce the amount of internet they use. That's very technical mm. because they're such a heavy dependence on it. So you can only have like forty minutes of conversation if you've got four people or something like that.
1: Oh what? Yeah. My husband would know all about that. I'm sure he's the one that like fixes bandwidth and shit. I don't know. (laughs) He's got a few like, oh my God, that's not what I do. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, so how have you been then till so isolation I think for everyone has been a rough time with a capital R and a capital T. But I've been in it for a week longer than most because I had symptoms and had to basically leave the gym a week early. Supposed to be out for seven days. I ended up not having coronavirus, I don't think. I just had an unfortunate, coincidental cold, really bad cold. Um, and the day I was supposed to come back into the gym was the day that we were all announced to be on lockdown. <laughs> so I had a cry and then decided, <laughs> or kind of resigned myself to my new fate. And I've done that several times over in the last two weeks, where you have a few days of thinking that this is the worst thing that could have ever happened to you, specifically because we're all selfish in yeah. nature. <laughs> yeah. And then a day or two or three days of acceptance. And then another day of why is this happening to me? And then, yeah, it's a cycle. Yeah, but I think that
1: people will be kind of glad to hear that it's well, hearing it from you will make people realize that it's normal yeah. uh, and that humans are they, they function, like, like not just humans, but you know, everything human humans and the universe it all works in a cycle yeah. and you can put that down to as far down as emotions um you know especially when you're in a situation that you can't control yeah um, so yeah. yeah it's pretty normal I'm, I'm the same i have been uh fine i'll go through go through days where I'm just accept, well, I do just accept it, and then there'll be a day where uh, I'm just in a really shitty mood. Um, (laughs) And I I usually know why, and I usually take it out on a couple of people. (laughs) Um, And then I kind of just check myself because I realise why I'm in a shitty mood. and, And, you know, I'm... I would say that, you know, we just see you're an introvert and an extrovert.
0: Oh, God. Actually, I don't know. I used to always think I was an extrovert, but I think I've been a badly disguised introvert (laughs) my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Secretly, I want to be alone, but like on the outside, I'm like,
1: hello. So I listened to a podcast this morning uh, and... It was, she had been talking about introverts extroverts and, and um, she actually, cause I don't think many people do know. I think they just think that they know. Mm. And I was the same. Uh, I totally got it wrong. It's, you know, I thought it was an extrovert. I love people. I love, like, communicating with folk and, um, like, being out and around and, and, and meeting, and, like, business-wise, I would be the one who... Um, you know networks um and i love that but what she had said is it's actually not about you know what you're capable of or what you like doing it's about where you get your energy from Mm -hmm. and then that instantly made me an introvert (laughs) yeah (laughs) because if you were to go on that basis then i get my energy from being alone uh, and then I've—it's almost like I build that up, and then I can go out and, and just see people and, and meet people. And so, if you were to ask yourself, where do you get your energy from? Is that around people, or is that on your own?
0: I think these days change? on my own. I feel like I've got to almost charge my batteries between social occasions, even between clients. I have to have like thirty yeah. seconds of just <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> like
1: a reset. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I'm the same. I definitely have, you know, I I run out of fuel um, when it comes to like really busy times where I have got lots of meetings and I'm seeing people, or I've got a day of waxing where it's like all clients all day, um, and then I end up kind of just needing to be alone. So that's where I would get my energy. That's where I kind of reset, you know, recharge the batteries.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure. I was
0: younger though. When I was a teenager, I think it was probably the opposite where like when I was alone I was just like down and sad but then as soon as with my pals or with an audience because I was quite that like, I wouldn't say like class joker but I basically thought I was too cool and <laughs> would like <vibe laughs> off everyone else's energy and like come home from school buzzing now I can't think of anything worse than going to school <laughs> or going back to uni or anything like that it's so funny I don't see you like that at all no, I'm really not using like, remotely the class client. <laughs> so I'm I like the I, class I, smart ass instead of the class client. <laughs> <laughs> even smart ass, so I'm like, oh, I don't know, you've definitely changed. <laughs> I have. I have a mellowed.
1: That's for sure. So what are you doing your days then? Let's talk about isolation for you first. Okay. So yeah. So are,
0: basically in terms of business, like the world is obviously seeing a ridiculous amount of home workouts a ridiculous amount Don't of tell everybody
1: exactly what your situation is like so what um what has happened to you in terms of because of i know lockdown isn't an official word but everybody's using it and they'll understand it so um as of lockdown what has happened to, to you as a business person because you are soul trader
0: yeah i've basically become redundant I've become a bit impotent, which is what I keep using and I had to explain what it meant. Sorry, to I just know. choked the my there because I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I do the feel a bit impotent. Because my client group are not the type to jump on Zoom calls and do Zoom sessions and stuff. And I'm not like that either, which is probably why my clients aren't like that, because you attract your own kind. Um, and that means that I don't really have a direct form of income, which means that at the moment my business is just maintaining client relationships maintaining client mental health basically just checking in on them all the time making sure they're okay making sure like yeah obviously I'm giving them out loads of home workouts those are things to keep them active and being there as much as I can but in terms of turning up making money going home I'm not really doing that so I will be obviously applying for this 83% self-employed thing that was announced but I'm not letting that I'm not I'm trying not to let that make me feel even more redundant, you know, trying not to make it feel as if like, it's okay, you're going to get a payout anyway. So instead of that, <clears throat> I've obviously been keeping up my client relationships, but I'm trying to move my focus on to, I'm trying to volunteer in any way possible. I've applied for everything. I'm part of a Glasgow Mutual Aid group chat, which is supposed to be a way of, of distributing tasks that need to be done for like old folks and stuff around Glasgow, but it's really really new. So it's just getting started up. The chat's only really started in the last 24 hours. So yeah, basically I'm waiting for to be able to get stuck in. Sounds good. Volunteering basically because I am a busybody. And if I feel redundant in my business, then I need to feel like I'm doing something elsewhere.
1: And let's chat about um then tell everybody where you're at with working out. It's yeah. alright, your phone went off and my daughter's just walked in and
0: started
1: switch for food. <laughs> <It's>
0: <laughs> that twelve o'clock annoying Facebook birthdays notification, like I don't care. Why did <laughs> you do that? Um. Um,
1: so let's then so business is so you're you're gonna make yourself busy, which is great because I think that um, for somebody who is normally so active within their day uh, due to being just busy, uh, volunteering is great if you, you know, you're lucky to be one of the ones that's going to get, eventually, is going to get um, 80% yeah. of your earnings. So yeah. therefore, you're kind of getting paid and giving something back, which I think is really noble. It's lovely. Um, yeah, and I hope that that situation that will do that with their time, you know
0: yeah, I'm really rather- not the type to sit back and just accept a payment. I don't think I've never claimed benefits I've never my family that's probably really bad, but my family aren't the type to kind of claim benefits, so yeah. it's not in me it's just I wouldn't even know where to start, so it feels odd anyway, but I need to be feeling like I'm giving back a bit, especially whilst I'm obviously very fit and able fit to fit yeah. brings me on to training (laughs) I am fit but like (laughs) I've basically not touched a weight in three weeks now and that is something that I struggle with because when I first started training years ago it wasn't for aesthetics it was for mental health reasons I used to fall out with my long-term long-term long-distance boyfriend at the time turn my phone on airplane mode and go to the gym and slam some weights at like 10 o'clock at night and then i'd feel so much better and uh yeah not having that release because that's really what it is if you can kind of channel that in your weightlifting, then you will lift heavier and be more productive and get all sorts of aesthetic results if you can channel your anger it's really productive but so i've not really had that kind of vice so I've started running again, and some days I have really good runs and some days I don't. I'm running with my vans on right now because I left my trainers at my mum's. Oh my god. <laughs> She's too scared to go to the post office right now to send them to me, so I'm getting shin splints. My ankles don't feel normal, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm running regardless. <laughs> I'm actually not really, although I am prescribing, prescribing home workouts to my clients, I'm not really the type to sit and do a billion I don't know, push-up setups in the house. Basically, uh, just trying to keep active as much as possible. My boyfriend's been taking me on walks like a dog. In the evenings, <laughs> 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 he comes to the door and he's like, Okay, right, let's go. <laughs> but that's actually what I am. I'm like, a, I, I need to run ragged and get rid of all my energy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. So training is not really training as such. It's just, I don't know, moving around so that you don't think too much. Is that
1: bad? Yeah, yeah. that's uh, actually what uh, it is. Keeping,
0: uh, yeah, the mind active, isn't
1: it? As you can hear, guys, I have a cold. I think I had a cold the last time I was on here. Yeah,
0: I did. Uh, How have uh, been? We missed out this massive part in the fact that Kerry was in Coronavirus Central for. Good
1: part of three weeks. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So I was in for my bone graft uh, on the 6th of month, last month, 6th of March. Um, so basically, four weeks ago, uh, I was in for a bone graft. And then three days after my surgery, I was still in hospital because I had to get hooked up on uh, like a an IV I had to get a, uh, what do you call it, a pick line, uh, because the antibiotics that they put me on because of the bone infection, they were like so strong that I was basically on an IV for ten hours a day. Um, throughout the day, and so that was all fine. The op went fine. Sorry, I'm just checking my dog. The op went fine, uh, and then. Three days later, I, (laughs) my mum sent me a link to a news article and it was the dentist in Cumbernauld's being tested positive for coronavirus. The dentist that I had been in at the day before my operation getting a skeleton polish. (laughs) So I basically took the article to the nurse, and then when she was like, all right, okay, I says look, I I was in there the day before, literally had finished that sentence in my phone, and it was the health board, uh, and they were like, yeah, you need to isolate. So the nurse. The, the, the ward nurse was like, okay, if you could just go and sit in that room for me. Because I was in a ward with, I mean, it's an orthopaedic ward because it's bone. So again, I mean, I had this operation last year, it, it didn't work. So this year was a bigger operation to try make it work. And, you know, it's an orthopaedic ward. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all the old years who have like broken a hip or getting a hip replacement, and you know, yeah, it's know. very, very rarely. You're in, because people who break their bones you would get it uh, you would get it set you get it worked on and if you're in overnight you're in overnight but even you know at that god some of them are out like later that day do you know because it's just setting a bone putting you in a cast and then sending you home but obviously because uh, this is a bit more complex uh, than a broken bone i was in there so they put me in my own room And they put me in isolation. They put a uh, like a big (laughs) outside my room door was this big kind of visor thing. They basically just well putting like yellow tape across my my (laughs) (laughs) door. The big visors. Nobody was allowed to visit. Basically, I was in isolation, getting tests done as well. So they were testing me for it every three days. Uh, didn't have it which was good um, and then eventually I got let out of isolation which meant that people could come but they were still having to wear masks yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you know I had a couple of visitors but you we were only kind of allowed like one or two a day they had to mask up uh, and get geared up just in case and then I got completely taken out of isolation which was fabulous uh, so I spent an entirety of two weeks in hospital. Um, And my operation went way better in the last year. My mindset was great, most of the time. I had maybe about four meltdowns. (laughs) (laughs) but I I was coming round from the meltdowns a lot quicker than I did the last time. The last time I spent 10 days in hospital, and the full 10 days I had a meltdown, like my husband uh, was even like, you know, you are a totally different person this time round. Uh, the, the, when he took me out of hospital, the last time when he came to picked me up, he was basically like, he went to the nurse and he was like, are you sure she's okay to come out of hospital? Because I don't think she is. <laughs> but he was basically talking about my mental health and she was like, nothing to do with us, the sign. <laughs> Oh gosh. So this time round, what was different was I was meditating every day, I was journaling every morning. I had basically created a morning routine because I was in that room myself from day three uh, for eight days. And, and, you know, it wasn't until the end of that, I think it was day seven or eight, no, sorry, because it was like a week, you know, we'd missed out a few days. So. I didn't need to do like the full two weeks in the room because it was like the Monday or Tuesday by the time we had found out. So really that was like a half a week gone already where I should have been isolating. Um, but I basically created, because I was in the room myself, I created a, a a little routine and I would get up in the morning, six o'clock. I would get, uh, I, I would get my IV put in. Uh, and then I would pull out my journal my tarot cards or my guidance cards whatever ones I could I felt like using Um, and then I would meditate and, and you know after that I would then do a little bit of work if I wanted to or I would read so I was that was my routine and my IV would stop at half 10 and then I would get uh, to the shower and just get washed and stuff and get changed to get ready for the day and that honestly that little bit of routine kept me going and I'm not saying that I wasn't bored or like that you know that would lead to a, a day where I had no meltdowns because it was <laughs> some days I would do great in the morning and then at night I would just be really fucked all off mm-hmm. um but I I was able to address it by being aware of my thoughts so my meltdowns were you know I, before i had my pick line and there was 10 cannula things what do you call them is it
0: a cannula what, you is know, that, the little... that
1: you a drip through or you can get your blood from yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah. i think so like, <laughs> yeah
1: usually get it with like inside your elbow
0: mm.
1: so all round my arm uh So I had 10 of them on my good arm and hand, eh, not at one time, but just because they they kept, the veins kept tissueing because they were just pumping so much stuff in. Then they went to my foot. So that created a meltdown. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, So they had my foot and, you know, so it was just, it it was a kind of roller coaster. But when I came out, you know, I was mentally stable this time round. And I was, ready more than ready um but then i came out and then next day lockdown got an yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: kind of forced recovery
1: forced recovery but then i was like i kind of felt like i didn't really have a break in there and i just wanted to be home so actually i've spent the last two weeks has it been two weeks of lockdown
0: yeah pretty much
1: yeah, so I, I've spent the last couple of weeks, you know, I've I've had to go into the shops and get them shut down properly, secured. We were given, like, things like gloves, boxes of gloves to the NHS, uh, and that was from the salons, and then the bagel shop had, we were uh, doing some catering for key workers. Uh, so actually, I haven't stopped, and I haven't been quite on lockdown yet. Um, but this week will be the true test for me on lockdown because the catering gig finishes this Saturday and then Peaches is all locked down so it's all secured and it only really needs a a weekly visit Are you allowed to
0: do the weekly visits under lockdown law? Yes, because you need
1: to keep your insurance valid uh,
0: interesting. So is it, it?
1: You know, like you're you're allowed to move to your work. You're allowed you're still you're still on lockdown. You're allowed to go to your work, and that's technically going to work because we need to keep insurance valid. So, mm-hmm. I need to check the shops, yeah, but it will just be me that does it. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: so yeah, that's really it.
1: Home at home at home. Home home. Do you know? I'm kind of looking forward to it <laughs> I, I know that people out there going mental with lockdown will be like, how the fuck can you say that? But, uh, yeah, um, unfortunately for those people, I am just looking forward to being at
0: home. Barely ever spend time at home, though. to be fair.
1: Yeah, and I've got through loads, you know, and I'm sure everybody has got through loads, got through, like, the drawers that, you know, like, everybody has a junk drawer. I have a fucking junk room like my whole spare room It's meant to be a dressing room and it just gets abused Uh, and then like every so often I'll tear through it Uh, so that's on my list my garage is on my list like all the shit that has been done.
0: First day of lockdown I sorted out our Tupperware cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) It was a nightmare there was lids everywhere. Boxes without lids, lids without boxes. now, it's all perfect.
1: Ah, nice. How much of it did you have to throw away because there wasn't another
0: part to it, though? About half of it. Yeah. Such a waste. That's
1: funny you say that, actually. I'm laughing. The first day that I got home, I woke up in the morning before everybody else in the house and I tore through my Tupperware cupboard. I've just remembered that. So satisfying about it though. It's so satisfying. Like,
0: I have, I have, like, I've got a third of the Tupperware that I thought I had because I had to throw all the shit but. I got rid of all the ones that are basically like Chinese takeaway boxes. They're all gone. Yeah. Only good shit survived. Same.
1: So the good shit that has a lid. Yeah exactly. <laughs> That's funny. It, yeah so I basically yeah I did that. I did like the We've got a cupboard with all like the supplements and like half of it was like four years out of date <laughs> <laughs> and like protein and stuff. So I was like going through all that, checking all the dates, went up eating protein pancakes that were only a month out of date because I refused to throw it out because it was full. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. I was like, protein pancakes for the next
0: four days until this is done. <laughs> That kind of like brings us onto what like we're kind of on this podcast to talk about, and that's kind of expectations, expectations of yourself, and basically of everyone else, because your expectations of what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Be- I'll- I've just taken a funny time. Hold-, hold on. <laughs> yeah, where were we? Um, we had to <laughs> stop there because Carrie felt very sick, um, which I'm guessing is a side effect or something to do with the antibiotic also maybe um, can do with the fact that it's almost half 12 and you've not had your breakfast yet uh, yeah
1: it could be that yeah oh, i'm very strong uh, antibiotics so no doubt that's what uh, the husband just said it was like have you eaten yet yeah like, uh, just not a time um right where were we where were we actually
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was saying it brings us on to our like the, the topic of expectations and the fact that our expectations of what other people are doing during this time is affecting our expectations of ourselves. And I've had to sit myself down and I've had the Pure Gym Mentors sit me down and I've had my boyfriend sit me down and I've had Carrie sit me down, I feel like. <laughs> and I bet you were all
1: saying something different because we're all coming from a completely different mm-hmm. mindset, which would be interesting. Because uh, obviously mm-hmm. you were getting, you know, you were the, the mentors, we're trying to keep you on track with your business. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, uh, uh, your boyfriend
0: will be trying to keep you on track with not going anything you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But um, I think today is my first day of actually not expecting that much of myself. First few days of isolation, I was trying to push myself to do so much online work so much of my own training of my own like exercise and not eat anything which is obviously a big thing yeah with kind of everyone who's ever had an issue with food this can be like a worst nightmare yes which is why you're saying that might be a bit of a test for you next week i think everyone in the country spent the first few days in isolation the first few days when this all happened panicking panic eating panic buying yeah and, well, uh, I, I did that too. It was my birthday as well, which didn't really help. So I did eat literally everything in sight, including a whole. <laughs> we made a red velvet cake, and we'd eaten it within twenty-four hours. But <laughs> I say weeks; it was. was week,
1: I am reading that never <laughs> I know. I will
0: make another one when I have my twenty-fifth birthday again. Next <laughs> <year>. But <laughs> yeah, it's been really hard to tell yourself that you don't have to do everything under the sun that just because you have time doesn't mean that you should force yourself obviously like I'm telling people to get a bit active every day I'm obviously active every day because that's really good for your mental health yes but if you don't want to go for a run there's no law saying that you should go for a run and if you want to chill out
1: <laughs> yeah that that's the thing I think what it for me it would be about owning the decision to. so you know you so I've worked a lot with myself because so I feel like actually went into the hospital. The first few days I didn't eat much because I, I was on really strong painkillers, etc. And like the last time, because I, I hate being on painkillers, I, I just, I, I don't like it at all. Yeah, and They really affect me. And so I, that was one of my things was to quickly come off them. And then I instantly started to feel better. And uh, what had happened was... You know, everybody who visited brought up things to the hospital. Uh, And so I had this stash of food and I just worked my way through it. You know, like, and and (laughs) I wasn't really, I was just eating what I wanted to eat. Uh, And, you know, somebody who has come from having issues over food and uh, eating. Uh, it's
0: It's a big deal
1: it's a big deal it, it's a big deal but it's a it's also even more of a roller coaster ride because there is one you could be fine with it uh, and then literally as soon as you've finished whatever you've eaten you're not fine with it
0: yeah it can and be like two days later and you're suddenly not fine with what you ate
1: well, yeah, exactly because a few days later you might feel a bit podgy and then you're like well that is definitely because the other day I ate a full lint bunny mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <yeah. No.
0: laughs> so I gave Carrie a yeah. lint bunny and then she gave me a lint bunny and we've eaten
1: them All the actually though when I gave you your lint bunny did I didn't tell you I had my own lint bunny because I bought myself <laughs> and I ate it oh well not just once not just once so I think you I mean, can eat just the ears off a limp bunny though I know I know and guys I'm not talking about a small limp bunny <laughs>
0: yeah I know I love the ones they're like 50p like the little tiny ones they're like one mouthful size bunny but yeah. they're like obviously you'd eat them all in one go but yeah I've once yeah. had like the 200 gram ones like the actual big boy bunnies I've eaten all of that in one go
1: see I am so glad that I've not had that because I would do because what's the one that we get is that like 100 grams
0: 100 grams yeah yeah,
1: yeah so I'm just like that that's enough of a sin for me to <laughs> to cope with <laughs> I'll stick to the, the medium-sized bunny but
0: actually um, like you've done a lot better than I thought you would don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing I think it's a compliment but I think in hospital was <laughs> you to be a lot worse than you were Because when you were telling me that you were eating this or that, then I was a little bit like, "She's not alright." But (laughs) (laughs) you actually were fine. There was one day that Carrie escaped from hospital. I could have made some out. Yeah, I know. She literally escaped. She met me at Single End in town, and um, she just rocked up with all these wires and tubes attached (laughs) to her. (laughs) I know there was like some wires that I couldn't
1: hide in my hoodie. And I had to hide my little hospital band doing my wrist and everything
0: did I know. He actually looked as if he'd escaped from the or something. <laughs> but we were both having an absolute day where we were just like... Actually, I think it was a bit of a healthy mindset day. We went and we had breakfast. We had things that we would never have ordered. I had What breakfast. we
1: felt like, that's what we had. We actually looked at the entire menu, didn't we?
0: Yeah, we? yeah, we actually sat there and was like, it's so weird to look at a whole menu instead of scanning for words like spinach or yeah. wholemeal or whatever we were literally like I will have sourdough toast with fucking pork belly and black <laughs> ribbon. thank you <laughs> like normal people and you know yeah. what probably it was completely fine and I was full and satisfied and then we had cake and that was great but I think we were both very much on the edge of like fuck all this shit
1: yeah so rather than it yeah that's the thing it was like how can we so before we had met you had texted me and i had texted you and i was like i think we just need to like what's going to make us feel better here uh and then <laughs> you i think you had an appointment somewhere i was like right okay let's let's meet let's meet and you were like what <laughs> and like nope i'm breaking out i actually put my trainers on
0: there and then started walking so (laughs) it's kind of a bit of a lesson um, that you know food can actually make you feel better but not in the way that we are used to
1: yes that's it that is exactly it because it did it was the food it was the connection it was for me being free it was for you managing to get like a coffee somewhere because like you had because you were on lockdown that I'm sure that was your first
0: week of lockdown for yeah the, that was when I was on like imposed. Lock, lock out
1: of the yeah. gym <laughs> uh, yeah. and so you know it, it was just that a case of what's well, going to make us both feel good is to get together and fucking eat nice food so and, and really- that's all it was and, and I was able to really put that to bed like, I was able to accept it for what it actually was and it wasn't quite a fuck it mod, but it was like a like what's going to make it's this, the whole soul food thing isn't it like what's going to make your, your soul
0: sing it's uh, so hard to find that balance so I think that's probably one of the few times yeah one of the few times in the last few years anyway where I've been like that was great that was soul food I am satisfied my soul is satisfied let's not push the boundaries anymore because yeah, yeah not feel guilt and not go you know what fuck it I'm gonna eat Everything else, because I clearly have fucked it already, and you know, emerge yeah. in some way later, which is what my brain would. Yeah, have
1: no, it's. I think it's. I'm the same, and it, it's. It. I've had a couple of moments. I've had a couple of fucking moments where I have uh, let it get the better of me, and I've I've overindulged. But then, that's okay as well, and that's what I was going to, to go back to owning it when you begin to rather than feel guilty and feel bad and, you know, drag yourself through this fucking horrible journey back to feeling okay about yourself or about your actions, it's about owning it and just saying, okay, I did it, take responsibility for it Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: move on. That's it. It literally is. It's not easy, but it's simple. Yeah. And if if you do that, not just with food, but with everything, like you're, you know, you haven't done your, your gym workouts, like your, your fucking home workouts. I, neither have I, I fucking hate home workouts. <laughs> I know. Today is the first, like, so I've done a couple of wee bits and pieces. Like I've never done, I, I did one the other day with uh, the husband and I got the boy involved as well. And then yesterday I went to do one and I was just like, I, I kind of did the first couple of warm up squats Uh, body weight
0: squats and I'm like this is pish and I just stopped (laughs) (laughs) it's not for you it's not for you that's what I've told all my clients I'm like here's those things you can do there's been a couple of them that have been like nah that's not my jam, and I'm like that's don't feel
1: bad about it just accept that it's not your shit accept also the consequences that come with that Uh, so you know if you're going to own it you you own everything that surrounds it like you know if you're going to if you're going to binge eat for two weeks solid and not eat a fucking bit of broccoli just own it like that's it's totally fine nobody says that you shouldn't and if they do you know don't listen to them if that's what you want to do but but do it own it and then don't be surprised at the consequences of that yeah. you know you might feel that shit you might get shit sleep. you might put weight on you might not but you know just just fucking own it and i think as well with Uh, being at home being in isolation there's a lot of resistance and I'm like you know we have to do this if you want the human race to fucking survive I
0: know
1: (laughs) like stop thinking about like you know you need to get back to work yeah you do and you will but we're all on this uh, we're all on this kind of pre-reset and I know that there's some people still working but most of us on this this lockdown where reset is coming probably not for a while but you know you just have to accept it
0: yeah and use it as an opportunity i am literally using it as an opportunity i say i've not touched a weight in three weeks and i actually i'm happy with it i'm fine with it because i'm Absolutely. looking forward to changing maybe the way that i do train with weights when i get back like well we've had a
1: conversation about how we feel about our bodies as well, and it's and it's funny that things are because things obviously develop in your mind, uh, your your maturity develops, the your thought process develops through years as well, and through experience. And for me, I, I've not trained for four weeks. Today was the first day that I lifted a fucking barbell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the and I don't even lift it because I've still only got one hand so yeah. uh, it was glute bridges for me but uh, today's the first day in four weeks <laughs> actually over four weeks because it was a couple of days before my op that I had stopped training uh, just because I was busy and the, the few days leading up to it and today I was just up for it so and I'm lucky enough to have a barbell etc at, at home Um so I, I decided to do it but I could have I could have done it. And I know that last year, this time last year or the year before, if this had happened, the mindset that I was in two years ago, that barbell would have been picked up on day one of lockdown. You
0: know,
1: and that would have been it would have been my fucking mission to 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 continue to train, to continue to get gains and eat properly and, and this and you know, and I would it's almost like back then I had something to prove. And now I'm in a place where I'm accepting that my body's changed, it's already changed. Uh, It's not as bad as I thought it would be, Uh, so I'm like, well, what are the positives? Well, I thought I would lose more muscle mass. Uh, I kind of like certain parts of my body that I wasn't even, I was probably neutral or didn't like before. yeah uh, there's parts of my body that i cannot 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 control right now because of the medication that i'm on like my my stomach is like it was a fucking few months after i had arlo. it's the weirdest thing and um sometimes i'm like right i am going to do something about this this is just nutrition but I'm like, it's not, it's because I'm taking oral antibiotics, you know, I went from taking IV to oral, and all the studies, everything that you read, it it has an effect on your gut. Yeah. Therefore, I, like, you know, and it's, but it's, it's accepting that, and it's not trying to resist it as well for me. So I'm definitely in a place of acceptance. Not, I'm not going to say that I completely accept things, because I said to you the other day, I was like, I'm going to track and just see how I feel about it. And I've went back to tracking my foods for a few days, not anally because I still ate Gemma's cookies. <laughs> 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 <But obviously, laughs> I think the cookies that she left for me because she doesn't want to eat them all. Um, but yeah, like I, not tracking because I want to like lose weight or it's just because I want to make sure I'm hitting protein and see how I feel for it. Uh, and because I, I knew that I wasn't quite Hitting things uh, when I was trying to eat, shall we say, intuitively? Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a difference between accepting and fucking it all. Like, there's a difference between accepting what it's going to be like, it is what it is, and then using it is what it is as an excuse to basically
1: neglects okay. your extra body yeah well either using that as an excuse to fuck it all or using that as an excuse to be so fucking hard on yourself yeah. that you still continue to hate on yourself for whatever reason it may be whether it's that you're still not gutted tidied out your your fucking spare room or and everybody else has or you're not doing home workouts and everybody else is or you haven't picked up your laptop and done any work and everyone else seems to have like, your confirmation bias is. I sent. Did I send you yeah, that? Yeah,
0: I'm listening to
1: that. It, it's. I read it. Uh, I listened to that this morning as well, and it's like you're going to look for your brain. Your brain is wired to look for the confirmation of anything that you are doing and thinking, and whether that's good or bad. So you know, yeah.
0: if you go on social media and you don't think, right at the moment for me. I feel like I'm not doing what every other PT is doing, which I have sort of accepted today, because like I said, my clients are a completely different group to others. But I go on Instagram and I see all my colleagues, all these random people, hosting Zoom classes and Zoom one-to-one sessions at like six in the morning and stuff, and I'm, I'm looking at it and being like, I'm a failure, but that's me not seeing all the other PTs or all the, all the other people in the fitness industry who aren't doing that. Exactly. So like, the, I have a I had a colleague text me yesterday and be like, "I have no idea what I've done today," and I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> thank you." <laughs> <laughs> um, You're like, but, "What fucking is it?" <laughs> I know, literally. But like, yeah, you do see the things that you feel that you are lacking in. So there will that's because at that moment in
1: time you are in a lacking frame of mind. Therefore, your brain confirms it for you. Yeah. And then when you go into a frame of mind, when you switch that around and you go right, okay, I get that I'm lacking in that, and I get the brain you are looking for that. But then, what what am I not lacking in? What is what's good? What the fuck have I done? Yeah. Like do do I know what day it is? Yeah, that's good. Okay, we'll start there.
0: yeah I was was on the call I was on a call to the mentor guys yesterday and I was like I'm not doing anything for my business these guys have been on like webinars like everything every second of the day so they're one of the people that I've been feeling really guilty about because they're obviously doing so much and I don't feel like I'm doing the same but I was listing all the things that I've been doing and they were like "Why do you why why do you think you're not doing anything like speaking to your brother and speaking to your mum and cooking your dinners and doing your yoga and like speaking to all your clients that is doing stuff and i was like oh yeah i suppose just that you have to accept that your objectives and that your motivations are not the same as everyone else's and they won't be throughout this whole process it'll also change all the time it's going to change
1: it's going to be like one day you'll be like yep i am on top of the world and then the next day you won't be but it's to just know that you know even the good feelings are fleeting and as well as the bad ones and yeah, sure. and that you know, to stop striving to get the good feelings, just sit, sit if you see if you don't feel good, sit with it. Ask yourself what your brain is confirming for you and then be like, right, okay. And that's it. You know, move on to the next.
0: The one lesson this has actually taught me, good or bad, is the fact that it's what April the second now and we've been in lockdown for about ten days. And those each of those individual ten days have not meant anything. (laughs) <laughs> like, I couldn't look back on one of those single days and be like, oh, yeah, I fucked up that day. I did that day really well. I fucked up that day. It's like the lesson that none of it really matters, but, like, in a good way. Like, don't beat yeah. yourself up about what you haven't done today because there's always tomorrow. And there's going to be a lot of tomorrows. And there's going to be a lot of isolation tomorrows at this rate. Yeah. Going to be in this isolation for a while. So what you don't do today is not going to completely determine the trajectory of your isolation or of your life like it's it's made me realize that like oh my god we're in april 2020 already who cares what i looked like on january the 15th really <laughs> <laughs> well nobody nobody even remembers that's the thing yeah it
1: doesn't and it's if yeah that that is that's you've hit me on head. i think um i've learned that i am an introvert and Mm -hmm. that i cannot wait for i'm actually just going to lock myself down and like see because i said to um do you know what i've learned i've learned because there's decisions that i've made actually in the last few days some with i've got a business partner for one of the businesses and i am the director, sole director of another and there's been decisions that I have been making and it has just turned my world around in a way where I would never have expected it and actually for me this has all highlighted what is truly important to me uh, and, and, I, and I never thought that it would be and it's probably another topic actually for maybe the next podcast um about what we are doing uh, with our lives after this because there's not one person that's thought about you know that 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 exact thing Mm -hmm. what are you going to do after this are you going to go back to the way that, that your life was exactly i doubt that there's going to be very many people like that i think that everybody is going to go back to a life that is different but because of what's happened yeah for sure definitely giving
0: people an opportunity myself my mum as well an opportunity to be like is this what i want and you like the decisions you've made with your businesses this is an opportunity to be like is this where i want to be right now absolutely and the time to think about it, instead of having your nose to the ground all the time, and not being able to look up and just kind of following it, this is actually the world, the universe is giving you an opportunity to sit and think i not used to it yet because <laughs> <laughs> no. but we've still got longer to go, still got longer Mother no, go. <laughs> Nature
1: needs us to sit our asses down for a couple of months calm the fuck down she'll reset the, the planet for us make it a beautiful place again and then we can get some normality back
0: yeah with day. a little bit more love for our fucking home ground yeah hopefully hopefully. <laughs> hopefully so yeah basically the message is chill out if you're still in that headspace where you think you need to be doing xyz obviously if you're still working from home and you've still got like mad deadlines and stuff it's more difficult because you're trying to do both at the same time the new normal and the old normal but yeah yeah the key is to like not expect too much of yourself and yeah use this as an opportunity to not do anything it probably sounds bad but
1: you know, like, just, like for coaching clients I've seen them how how would you do it you know that that age-old question if you could do it again how would you do it like you start writing down If I could do that, like, life again, how would I do it? But with this time, you've already got your kids, you've already got your house, you know. So how are you going to do it again, but this time with everything that you have in place already, Mm -hmm. rather than getting all that along the way? That's a good shot. And it's something, yeah, something that that you can look forward to as well because you've got to make it good because, you know, this could uh, we could have another global pandemic in our life. Hopefully, we fucking don't. But
0: I know. Imagine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, nobody imagined one. Never mind. I, know. <laughs> I still, I still wake up every day with that. Like, is this real life?
1: I had that conversation yesterday. I'm like, this is. Every now and then, this little thought comes through my mind, and I'm like, this is surreal as fuck. Like, is it even real? It's yeah. just. Bizarre, and then every, like, and then I'm kind of really. Mostly, I'm really accepting of it, and I'm like, everyone needs to do as they're told. Stop going outside,
0: and yeah. Yeah, and the other day, you're like, "Is this the most intricate, detailed dream I've ever had in my life? <laughs> <laughs> wow!
1: Yeah, if it is, good. Well played, well played. you
0: know. Right. Yeah, so we will be recording podcasts over Zoom potentially solo podcasts as well as joints just because we've like obviously we're sitting here with content at our fingertips as coaches we are yes so we need to get it out there I've not been on top of my social media game largely because I've not been kind of expecting myself to do it it's one of the things I've not been forcing myself to do I am a voice for my clients I don't necessarily need to add my voice to a hundred billion other voices telling me the same thing But I am, yeah, I am there for the people who need me to be there. And yeah, but I'm willing to, I'm up for getting out there and getting our voices out there, especially in a time that's so difficult for people with kind of eating disorder backgrounds that we have. Just having someone, or having both of us, I think, to kind of tell you that it's fine and what you're doing is normal and what you're feeling is normal might be good. So I, that's why that's why I use Kerry for a lot of the time. It's like confirmation that I'm not insane. <laughs> like, I'm not insane.
1: Yeah, I'm scrubbing up on my, I'm meant to have been on my NLP MasterPrac course by now, uh, but that obviously got cancelled. So I am scrubbing up on the basics and using my mentors to learn even more until MasterPrac does come around at the end of the year. So, yeah, let's inject a little bit of that, you know, like your coaching style, my coaching style, and we'll do things separately. But it's always nice to come on together. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, everyone, stay safe.
1: Stay safe. Stay Stay home.
0: home.
1: Home. Yep. I'm going to eat breakfast so I don't fucking pass out again. And I'm going to go do some yoga because that's
0: one of my non negotiables, doing yoga every day
1: it's a good idea to actually give yourself a non-negotiable and then give yourself like an easy goal that will make you feel good do that every day until the next podcast Shout.
0: Shout. <laughs> bye guys stay safe